Man, I keep getting emails from Ethiopian princes asking for money. Yeah, well, Are there a lot. Well, it's probably because you keep using password one two three for every account that you create. No, I don't. Well, Manifesto, Mark the Bear here, and Ryan the Raccoon, and together we are your wildlife podcast host. So what's up, Ryan? Got any? <laughs> uh, yeah, not fun. much. And no PSA today. However, being out on the freeway really poses multiple threats. And and at are this you, point, are, sorry, are, go ahead. are you saying? Because now you're riding the motorcycle, is that is this how you're perceiving it now? Well, yeah, there's that. But even in the car, like I don't feel safe in a car. I definitely don't feel safe on the on the motorcycle. That's just why I I've been avoiding the freeway so much. Plus, there's so much construction everywhere. I almost I, like I'm at the I'm at a point to where I want to write my senators. And dang, <laughs> and the senators, why not the, not, why not your local representatives, your district? No, representatives? I got, I got to go straight, like straight to the, to the big wigs. No, but you would think that the representatives are going to have more of a impact. I think so. You know, yeah. Locally. I mean, or that's, no, they say, they say, write your congressman, right? Yeah. That's, oh. that's what I'm talking about. Right. You're, oh, you're yeah. House re- <laughs> yeah, you're I'm retarded. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I'll write my congressman. I'll write the representatives um but i'm gonna be lobbying lobbying for everybody in the state of texas to retake the driver's exam and they need to be really strict on how they grade that shit so retake it or should they revamp it in a different way both both yeah i mean because how do they grade it now i don't know do you just need is it like a 70 or something well you take you take a a written right test right and then you go out with uh, an official and then you actually do the driving part right so okay is it is it the test that's the issue or are people just not getting pulled over enough for traffic violations um that's a good because it's the wild west out there yeah that's a good question so do we not have enough police on the roads to you know police these poor drivers well because they're speeding you know there's not using it's not using your signal uh, the other day I saw I saw a guy with no front license plate and no back license plate. Did he have paper plates? No. Mm. He had nothing. <laughs> and I could only think to myself like this dude's about to go like steal from people. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the immediate thought. I mean, I would just think okay, well maybe the paper plates are in the windshield or something or No, I didn't see him. <laughs> well, I don't know. What color was the car? Uh, it was it was black and the Ooh. rims were black. Ooh, what kind of car? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was like a maybe like a '90s or early 2000s Toyota Camry. And all black, no plates. No plate, yeah. Tinted windows. No, the windows were not tinted. No. Yeah. Okay. Still kind of sus, but yeah, no, totally, totally. <laughs> and who let this guy out on the road? Like, 
you are going to get pulled over. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And if he's not, then hopefully he's not going to be going doing anything illegal. But it's seriously the Wild West out there. Like, people cutting everybody off. Like, there's no point in being so aggressive, especially when there's traffic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I could definitely relate. I was on my way here earlier, you know, after work and during the rush hour traffic. And yes, there was a big ass truck that was weaving around as if he was going to make it somewhere, which he didn't because we all got stuck at the same spot. He was just now two cars ahead of me. And it's just like, you know, like it's it's terrible. I think another big problem is people on their cell phones because then you got the thing that that I get scared about, actually, and that I notice a lot more, especially driving on the freeways at these high speeds are the drifters. You know, the ones who are drifting yep. into your lane and you look over at them and that you they're looking down at their phone and looking up and one would just do not be on your phone while you're driving 60, 65, 70 miles an hour on the road like you are in a, a death machine, a death machine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And especially if you're in a bigger car uh, in a truck or something. I mean, that's definitely it's a weapon. It is. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Well, you know what? I, I, I do agree that, that that is something that bothers me. They definitely do need to revamp the way we issue out driver's license. But you know what also bothers me? And this is something that happened to me this morning. It's been happening a little more, uh, I guess, more frequently. I, I, I think I just started noticing this a few months ago. But do you ever get those texts where it comes from a random number or maybe a random? I, I think the one I yep. saw this morning was from an email. And yep. it goes to 20 different people, yes. all with the first, they, they have similar phone numbers as you, like the first three numbers of, of your phone number are all the other people in there. And it- Some retarded <clears throat> shit, right? Usually it only has a link. That's what I've noticed. But this morning I said, oh man, they're stepping up their game. It was a, <laughs> it was, it was a very X-rated message that I got. And it's like, hey, sweetheart, you want to blah, 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 beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And click this link. And I was just like, like, first off, who is clicking on these links? You know, like who, like who's reading this and being like, oh wow, this one's for me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like why is this happening? If anything, the thing that actually scares me, I, I don't even want to open the message. I'm ag- because you know, since it's on your phone and you touch your phone, I don't want to accidentally touch the link. Therefore, I don't even open the message. Uh, I'm lying. I did open the message because I saw that there was a little bit of a message. I was like, well, what does the whole message say? And I said, ah, fuck, I regret opening this text. But (laughs) I did not click the link. But even then, it's like if I'm going to delete it, I don't want to accidentally have my thumb touch it. You know, so it's like, geez, man, that's what a mess. Why is this happening? Why are we getting all this? Like, are, are these scammers? Are they, you know, are they... I don't know. Are they trying to just infect your crap with viruses or what, what, what the hell's going on? And why is it happening so much? That and all of the spam calls that, that we get oh, yeah. on the daily. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're getting all those. Uh, I don't know if you get these, but when I do answer them and I really try not to, but when I do, it's the, or actually even I do get the voicemail sometimes occasionally too, but we always get the. Hey, we're calling to uh, to extend your car warranty. You know, please give us a call back. And it's like, bitch, my car's fucking five years old. There's no warranty on that car anymore. <laughs> is like, it a robot or is it like a human though? Um, man, that's a good question. I think 
I think it's a They got robot. robots that sound like humans now. Like <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, no, I think it is because I I think on the voicemails that I've heard No, 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 you're right. It is robots. I've never spoken to somebody. I usually <laughs> whenever I answer these and it doesn't happen often, but when I answer them and I hear that, it's like, "Oh, fuck off." Like and I just like <laughs> I hang up. And I know that I wouldn't do that if it was a human. So I'm pretty sure that the ones that I heard <laughs> And if it was a human, I'm sorry. But, you know, the, I'm pretty sure the, the ones that I've heard are robots. Dude, I've and stopped answering calls. That's true. Uh, altogether, I just, I don't answer calls that I don't have saved in my phone. I just, I just wait. If it's important, then they leave a voicemail and then I check it. But more often than not, it's just some rando nonsense. Sometimes they get like Chinese robot voices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard those. And, uh, geez, my, uh. My wife gets them on the daily, seemingly every hour. Like, wow, she's got it bad. Jeez, I mean, it. It. So I do get the calls daily. Um, I haven't been getting very many voicemails, but I do get calls daily, and they come from all over the place, all over the country. One of the messages that I did hear, one of the voicemails that that I got, and this is probably earlier this year. It's been it's been some months, but I thought it was really interesting. It. I don't know if it was, and again, I don't remember if it was a person. I'm per, I want to say it was a person because it was a pretty elaborate message in that they said something about they found my car at the border and like, you know, they ran the plates and there's like a warrant out for my arrest. And if I wanted to resolve it, I needed to give them a call back that if I don't do it within so many days, it, it, it was, it was a very elaborate one. So I'm pretty sure that this was a human. Wow, but he, yeah, no, this this was really crazy because it was, and was it was it something at the border? And I just thought, okay, well, I'm in Texas, but I'm nowhere near, you know, Houston's not. I mean, it's what eight hours from the border or six? No, it's not. Probably like six hours. Anyway, six hours. I haven't been near the border in so long, so I know that they, you know, first off, either they got the wrong person or they're trying to scare me and now they want they want my attention and they're going to demand something they're going to scam me this is this is like the textbook script for for a scammer at least locally i i would say or i i would think now there's some other ones right like they we do have our online scammers but right yeah. the the ones from these phone calls where they say hey you you need to you know we caught you with social security fraud or some you know somebody's using your name and we need to you, you need to clear it up so it's as if you have already been scammed and now they need your information to clear the scammer from their list when in fact they're the ones who are going to actually be scamming you did that make sense you know what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just wild like it's it's so wild to me that just how prevalent it's happening or been happening in the last you know, I mean, for a while, but it seems a lot more prevalent, maybe in the last year because of the stupid pandemic or whatever. But I mean, I'm at least glad that it seems like the phone companies are trying to do something about it. Because look, at least we get the we get that that warning, right? It says spam risk or spam yes, call. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, that's something relatively new. True. And, and 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 but it doesn't happen as often enough, I don't think. And then we also get the telemarketer ones too. I de yeah, I, 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 I see those. It's like, <laughs> "Oh, easy, easy hang up." Like <laughs> You know, I I I found it a kind of interesting. Well, I had an idea that I don't know if you if you could get like a, an old throwaway computer or something like that, right? And then go into your junk mail 
and just for fun start clicking on start those clicking links. on those links yeah. we'll see what happens yeah you know? no well okay so i i think because you're still connected to your local network you know your your house network i don't think that's such a great idea so go to like mcdonald's or something <laughs> with your old ass computer like your big ass pc tower from 1998 like no, no just no you could go go get like a <laughs> go to the pawn shop and get a get an old laptop or something right yeah yeah no but the, so that, that that that's a I would think a little excessive. There actually there actually are ways to handle this, and for anyone listening, do not try this unless you know what you're doing. But you can emulate a a PC in some remote location, so you basically have a virtual PC. It's not yours, and thus through there you can actually uh, start you know opening up links or. What what I've also seen and what I've seen people do, if you ever look on YouTube, they have these scam bait, scam baiting videos, and there are people who do exactly this very technique. Um, they get a call, and the call says, "Hey, you know," or, or I don't know if they call the scammer back for for they get on the line with with the scammer, and usually it's through like some Skype thing, but they have a virtual PC and they allow the scammers to remote. What appears to be like they're remoting into their computer, but they they've got like a a virtual PC is, is is what they have it. It's somewhere else, and I'm not too savvy on that in that area, so I wouldn't even try it. But they do that so that way they allow the scammer and man, so the scammer is going into this like this other remote. Yes, they're instead remoting. of their actual like yes. terminal. Yep, exactly. They they it, it's an emulated PC, and uh, it still has access to the internet and all that, obviously because they're they're connected to it as well. But it prevents the scammer from getting to their home PC. And basically, what they're doing is they're um, you, anyone listening, you should definitely watch these videos to prevent this from happening to you. But they're showing everybody who's watching. They're showing there's the scammers' tactics in that how they pretend that you're filling out a form, like you're talking to them, but they have control of your PC, and and they do these things that. You know, a lot of it has to do with like refunded money and, and then they, they make it look like they refunded too much. So then they tell you, OK, you know, your refund was supposed to be five hundred dollars, but you typed in five thousand when in fact they actually typed in the extra zero. And just it's stupid. And so then they say, well, well, we can't reverse. We can't reverse it. We need our money back. We need our money back. That forty five hundred. I'm going to get fired. And so it makes the person feel, you know, bad because it looks like they got an extra five thousand in their account. But all the shit it's goes fake. out the yeah, all the shit goes out the window when they say, "Hey, well, you know, you could just just buy uh, the hundred dollar iTunes cards or right, yes, or or yeah, or like, like the Google Boost, Play, Google gift Play cards or uh, some shit like that." Yeah, they they tell them you could go to your local Walmart and you could buy these. Just buy buy like you know those those numbers and and give those to me and that and and that'll work. And it's just like no, like who the fuck is falling for this? Like don't no, it's terrible. You know, it seems like they prey on, you know, old people because yes. old people are, on average, probably least likely to be tech savvy, right? Right, So right. they're so, taking advantage of, of that um, naive, naivety. Yes, that's right. And yeah, it, it, they, don't, they don't understand that it's, it's actually pretty simple. I could show you like, you know, right now if I wanted to, like how to open up the browser and edit the HTML behind so that like you could go to Google and change what it says on there, but you're not changing it for the world. You just change it on the page that you're viewing. 
because when you go to the internet, you're requesting, you know, you're making a request to a server and I don't want to get too tech. I mean, whatever, it's just basic. You're requesting uh, a site from the server who delivers the web page and its content to your PC. And once it arrives, generally speaking, I know there's, there are caveats. Once it arrives, it's like a static page on your, on your, in your browser. And so you could do with it whatever you want. You could open up the background. Um, you could see the HTML in the background and you could start messing with the text on there. You could say, Mark the Bear is the coolest person here on Google and it'll show up on your, on, on your <laughs> Google, uh, on your webpage. So old, uh, you know, elderly people don't know how easy, they generally don't know how e easy it is for that to happen. And thus they fall for a lot of these things that, you know, it's, it's it's a really simple thing to avoid, but it's it's unfortunate too. Right. So um, I think how all of this typically gets initi initiated is because um, I've I've seen these YouTube channels too. You know, they're pretty entertaining. But I think how they start off is, you know, some person's browsing a website. Maybe it's a kind of a sus website. And you get one of those pop-ups to say, warning, 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 your yes. computer is affected with malware, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, like, uh, you need to contact uh, these people here, or maybe they provide a phone number, and uh, these people can, I, I guess, direct you where to go from there, right? Right. So then that puts you in contact with the scammers, yeah. and they pose as people from tech support, tech whatever. support, Microsoft, or yeah. Apple or whatever. And yeah, they, they try to get into your computer from there. Yeah. And to be clear, I mean, it's not just elderly people who fall for this. I mean, I think, and I think that even tech savvy or I, I guess I'm trying, I'm trying to generalize it a little bit, but like an average user, the any average person can fall for this. I mean, I think even you and I can potentially fall for this because I think that there's also another layer to all to all of this. Like and it's the vulnerability, I guess, of a person. In in that if they are in a particular situation, whether it be emotionally or financially, they become and and, and they feel maybe more desperate in some fashion. I think that that's a prime target for a scammer. Yeah, and, and I think that's the point of those uh, of let, let's say that that warning pop up, right? Yeah, like it's scares it, you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's meant to it's meant to like instill panic, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right, yeah. No, exactly. But I mean, for anyone who if, if if you run into that, I I would just suggest shut off your computer and you know wait till you call you know a, a good friend who knows. Who, who who knows how to investigate this? Like, don't try to like do anything on your own. If you feel sus sus of, of suspect, I can't believe I'm saying sus. <laughs> if you feel sus, uh, fucking Among Us has ruined know. us. <laughs> and I've I've never played it either. It's, but it's fun. All right, all right. But if you ever suspect that on your PC that you're that it's like I'm not sure like why would this have occurred? Just shut it off and you know go do something else go outside and wait till you have that good friend or you know that that good everyone's got to have that good tech savvy friend right or your your son or, or daughter like any yeah, kid yeah, right? yeah. like basically you could ask any kid these days as like is this real they'll be like no don't touch that you know they they already naturally know these things i think i mean i'm making assumptions here but so anyways i i, I just i find it interesting that you know as as, as just kind of 
talking this through that that panic that taking advantage of a person's vulnerable state that state of desperation is um is really terrible foul behavior huh foul behavior it is foul and it's terrible like to take advantage and exploit somebody like that but it's also really interesting that we would we could potentially fall for something like that just as human beings like i said it doesn't only apply to elderlies but it could it could be you or you or me you know anyone listening it it, it could happen Maybe and if it does happen to you just call mark the bear yeah yeah <laughs> call me and, and i'll refer you maybe to somebody else because i won't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> you know how much do you do you know about like hacking stuff just like do you have any type type of general knowledge i have some yes uh all right so let's go to the pentagon.gov and mm. we're gonna, no, is, just that the, is that the real website <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> yeah um but um so if if you if your computer actually is let's say taken over remotely like something happens like you let somebody in right yeah just by turning off your computer can you just stop it right then and there? Yes, generally speaking, yes. Once your computer, they they can't do anything. Once that, it's off, yeah, yeah, that closes the connection and and that's it. It's done unless they gathered specific information about your PC in that short window of time. Then the answer is generally yes. Then because uh, one of the big scams that went around, I feel like it was somewhat recently, maybe t- two three years ago, was the the like the ransomware, right? Yes, and that still goes on to this day. Yeah, I mean that's that's still pretty pretty prevalent. Do you know how those tend to get initiated? Yes. So ransomware, the way that happens, or really what's going on there, is that the hacker will put something in your computer that will ultimately encrypt your hard drive, and thus you can't access anything on your computer unless you pay them and they give you the encryption key in order to unlock your hard drive. So it's the access to to your information, to your stuff, you know, all your documents and photos and all that. It's it's all, pr- they basically put a password on your shit <laughs> so that you can access it and they are demanding money. And is there a solution for it outside of paying these people? Um, the best solution is maybe... Backup? Yeah, backups. Ba- actually, yes. I don't know why it took me that long. But yeah, backups <laughs> is the right solution. That is that is the only real way to do it without having the key and thus without having to pay them. But even if you pay them, here's the thing. If you pay them, they still, you don't know, like you, you unlock your shit, but you are not cleaning up the thing that got in there to encrypt right, it to begin yeah. with. Yeah, it's such a, I, I don't know how companies deal with this because- I feel like there are companies that have paid these hackers the the ransom the the the, the ransom. It's so crazy to call it that too. But the fine that they're asking for, and it's in the millions of dollars. When they do this to a company successfully, some companies just the nature of their business. If it's holding up their business, they and they don't have the resources to to try to you know either recover from backups or if they don't have backups, which that would be really bad on a company standpoint. Then yeah, they'll just pay the millions of dollars and it's like, hey, it's actually, you know, we're losing money every second because we're not in business right now. You know, like I said, whatever the nature of of it, of whatever it is that they serve, right? Um, that's they they do that, but it doesn't prevent them from coming and doing it again. You know, it must have been a party 
in I'm, I know I'm gonna get the the years wrong. Um, two thousand. Two, 2003, 2004 with Bear Share, LimeWire, Napster. Oh. It must have been a party for like <laughs> uh, hackers, programmers, people that, you know, program malware and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it definitely was. Have you seen the movie Hackers? No, it's like an it's a it's an old 80s movie and it, it's pretty silly, but it's 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 kind of <laughs> it's it's pretty good, actually. But the. The way they they portray hacking back then, it's it's totally not real. Actually, <laughs> a lot of the things like so when you're watching, um, I don't know, uh, what's some shows well, like, like any kind of spy CSI movie, like or, or yes, any spy movie or those like the CSI shows where they they have that you know computer hacker or whatever. It's like yeah, we're gonna track them down, whatever and. All of that, it doesn't look like that. I'm just going to, sorry to break y'all's hearts, but it doesn't look that cool. It really isn't. It's usually just a black terminal screen with some text and you're typing in some commands or yeah, and you might launch some scripts, but that's all it is. If anything, I think the closest thing to it would be Mr. Robot. Have you ever seen that show? I've seen some episodes. Yeah. That's that they do a really good job of portraying what it actually is like to do hacking. Um, all of the things that that he does is not too far from the truth. It's, it's and it's a pretty good show. It's crazy, but it's um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think I've only seen a couple of episodes. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch some of that. It gets really weird, like the story behind it. But anyway, but the hacking in there, just you know, as a little sidebar, that's the closest to the truth that it is. It's funny that you bring it up because it, it reminds me of the movie The Core. The core. The core. Uh, remember? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I, I think I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Um, the the guy that stars in it, I can never remember his name. It's like Aaron Eckhart. He's okay. got a he's got a butt chin. Uh, a what? Like a, a butt chin. A, a butt chin. A, 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 a cleft chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. But, okay. Uh, okay. I still don't know who it is, but all right. Oh damn it! I, I can't think of any other movies. But all right. So yeah, it has this guy. And I think Hillary Swank's in it. But this movie came out around the same time as The Day After Tomorrow. So kind of around that that uh, that era where um, natural disaster movies yes. were kind of big, Yes, okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea behind this movie was that the Earth's core stopped spinning, or like the, the, the liquid metal that makes up the Earth's core stopped spinning. Therefore, the uh, geomagnetic poles were disappearing okay and the the world was going into chaos uh with all these natural disasters and storms and stuff like that so what they had to do is they had to build this uh this very phallic looking cylinder uh, (laughs) vessel that would drill all the way to the earth's core okay and so the guy so they had to get a whole team for that right um but they had to hire a hacker Somebody that would, quote, and this is a quote, hack the internet. Wait, what? <laughs> hack the internet? Yeah, so I guess the what this guy had to do was, I guess, take control of 
of like the the whole electric grid of the United States and to do that he had to hack in he had to hack into the system whatever that means so into the system that like ev- it controls everything it controls yeah the entire earth no no <laughs> no but yeah no like it, it's that idea like they portray him as as like this you know this cool guy and the 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 camera pans around him and like he's sitting there like looking at the uh, at the screens typing away you know all fast and uh yeah. it was the hacker was played by DJ Qual okay i don't you know, yeah i don't know who that is dang it <laughs> he was the lead guy uh, he was the main guy and the new guy the new guy the new guy the show no the movie oh fuck damn it, it. i'm so- no, we should never talk about. Mo- I know, and I'm the one who brought it up. I brought up Mr. Robot, but and that's a show, though. But but yeah, how they portray the hacker, it is quite silly. But I like the movie. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, er- so yeah, back then, um, in the early 2000s, late 90s, yeah, it was definitely it was a lot easier to hack your PC. So I think, you know, also another thing, and maybe. I don't know if we're that old enough to to witness it. Yeah, no, whatever. Fuck it. Late high school, early twenties. We never. I never really recall any scammers, right? Like on the internet, or just like scammers in general. Just in general, like whether by phone call or even emails. I don't think I ever really. Well, you know what? There was actually there was a lot of spam mail, and it just yeah, got, for sure. it kept getting worse or whatever. But because it was so easy back then, like systems weren't as protected uh, as they are now. I think there was no need for, not so much need for that human interaction that the scammers that we experience today are doing. Mm, right. So there's so much, yeah, there's so many safety protocols on PCs. Like generally, it's pretty safe to get on your computer. You don't have to have all these, like we used to do Norton antivirus and all that to pr- protect ourselves from these hackers because our systems were a lot more vulnerable. Now, they're, you know, all these other, all these tech companies are doing that for us. Like, you know, iPhones are generally pretty safe. Like it's really hard. That's why we don't really get any viruses on this. We don't even get any real viruses on our PCs anymore because there's a lot more built-in security measures. Websites, you look for that HTTPS. That's, that means it's a secure website. In fact, we're getting all those warnings, all those protections already. It almost makes it necessary for a person who wants to scam you to talk to you because that's the that's the only vulnerability vulnerability left is you the human wow that's nice isn't it like that's yeah. i mean wow. that's i never thought of it like that yeah so now that's why we're seeing scammers so so prevalent now like they're doing all these phone calls and they want to be able to talk to you because through you they can get all of your information damn yeah. So if uh, let's say one has one has some type of third third party um, antivirus like Norton. Yeah. I mean, it's still a thing, right? I think so. Or McAfee, I think, is is one that we see. Okay. Yeah. Even if one is protected by those programs, and a, a scammer calls in and tries to, I don't know, make you download that that remote connection, right? Right. Would the antivirus pick that up? Ooh. Do they tend to have an explanation for that? If, I don't, if it is the case that it gets picked up? I don't know. I haven't really worked with antivirus programs anymore lately, but um, I don't because it – well, it's kind of like – all right. I don't know if you had to turn off the setting recently, and I, it's been a long time 
that I've ever had to deal with this. But do you remember whenever you, I don't know what version of Windows, but you try to launch an application or something and it, it takes your whole screen and it dims it in a big blue thing and says, hey, this is like some third-party application. It's not Microsoft. Like, do you, are, do you trust it? And oh, then, right. Yes. That, 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 was a, that was a big thing. And I guess it may, maybe they've kind of cleaned that up a little bit, but um, I would think it would do something like that. Maybe. Oh, right. And I, you know, not just for the remote desktop, because essentially when you're download, what you're downloading is a legit program. It's a, it's a, it's a program that would allow somebody to remote into your PC. So even like a licensed IT guide, like from a accredited helpline, like yeah. would they use the same program? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Especially if it's a, I don't know, a like a startup fish, like a smaller company that offers these tech services for, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of making some stuff up, but they can, uh, yeah, they can, they can make their standard like this one type of remote connection. I think you could just do it through windows itself too, but point being, it's not necessarily a malicious software. It's right. a, it's a, it's, it's, it's just a program. So the antivirus may detect that and just kind of warn you like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it does warn you. It's like, hey, this is a thing that will allow others to con to connect and control your computer. Which even the program itself warns you that too. The scammer actually tells you to disregard that on okay. these videos. Okay, yeah, yeah. They they just like yeah no like just hit oh just hit accept because that's what I need to do to help you. You know. But so I mean they're, that's they're that's... Wa they're walking you through the steps to screw them to screw yourself. It sucks. But see, just like a, a general user of, you know, computers, like for work or whatever, that is the norm for IT people. You know, they need to, you know, share screen. They need to get on your screen and do whatever needs to be done, right? Yes. Um, I, I called Apple support uh, a couple months ago and the guy got into my, my iPad. Okay. You know? Yeah. So but just like it's the norm when you have an issue and somebody is trying to help you through the actual company that's true okay so and that's a very good point actually because when these scams are initiated it's you know a pop-up and say like, oh you're infected call this number don't ever call the number whatever number that somebody gives you don't call it even if you get an email from what seems to be like apple or amazon and or uh what's another one paypal i remember seeing a lot a lot of those emails last year and the fonts all weird because it's trying to like bypass the spam filters that's essentially why they do that you ever notice that how the fonts always yeah. looks it doesn't look right yeah just that all that's doing all the reason they do that is because the characters aren't recognized like it won't say apple in normal text to the spam filter reader it, it, it sees unrecognizable characters, so it can't try to check, oh, this person says they're Apple and their email address, their from, you know, the, that from address is, doesn't make any sense, block you. They won't even know it said Apple or Amazon or pay PayPal. So they okay. already, they disguise these like that. Don't, that's what I'm saying. Don't ever call the numbers that from something that was presented to you. You reach out just like you did. You went to the Apple website, like you go to a verified source and you call the number that you need to talk, you know, if you want to talk to support. Right. Yeah. That's so that's the that's your best cover. If you're going out to do this with an intention, that's you should feel safe at that point. And also know that they are never going to ask for your personal information like social security and all that. You know, like, oh, yeah, so, like so, email, so they, password and stuff. Yeah bank account numbers and all that it's just don't 
don't, yeah, don't ever give that type of information. They will never do that for you or do that to you. If they're legit, scammers will. So just, man, I feel like I'm giving a lot. This is, this is the, this is the biggest public service announcement episode. That we're <laughs> but no, this is good information and very interesting because I'm, me personally, I use computers, you know, for work, for school, but for the actual in-depth IT portion of it, mm-hmm. I'm pretty lost at that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I guess these big tech companies, that's why they've taken the measures kind of, kind of into their own hands to protect you and so that you, you don't have to be aware of all the things that we had to be aware of back in the early 2000s, late, late 90s, when you had to have antivirus programs. And, you know, that was the start, but then they started rolling out a bunch of different things like, you know, anti-adware and anti-malware and now you're confused you're like wait well what's the antivirus what's the difference between this one and that one why can't it just block it all tech companies nowadays are doing trying to handle that all for us so that we don't have to think about those things and they're doing a pretty good job of it i mean they really are that's why i'm saying the or that's why i said earlier the only way that a hacker or a scammer can get through is through you they will try to reach you directly because you are you are the vulnerability you are the vulnerability in this system but that's like just crazy so that's through a computer though so they have to get they have to go through you to mm-hmm. get into your computer since like 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 you said the tech companies have done such a good job of you know protecting protecting our devices yeah. up, up, up to this point right so now if they if a scammer wanted to scam you through the computer, they have to go through you. That's that's wildly different than the, the type of day-to-day scams that go on, you know, out in these streets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely those types of scammers, too. Like, there, what do they prey on? Just your lack of knowledge on a particular thing? Well, I mean, I think ultimately these people, like, the ones that you talked about before— you know, like the, there was that lady who pulled over. You, you, right, right. And and then and, and her car didn't start. It was gonna tow, or or even that other one. Like you, you talked about these before. But the ba- main thing is these people just want money, and they aren't tech savvy. And this is another way to do it: is to try to get you live right there in person. In with- RL, <laughs> IRL, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely those types of scammers. And I mean, I think that's so maybe the question is, why are they doing this? You know, why do humans deceive other humans? I mean, well, the obvious answer is for personal gain, right? Like they're the point is they're trying to scam you. But what is it that drives people to 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 get to that level? I don't know if that's the right way to put it, because. Some of these people are good at what they do. Like they yeah. are cunning individuals sometimes and they they really try to gain your trust and some of them do it really well. And that's that's once you open up like obviously they they see they say man got him like I can get whatever I want out of out of this person. They know exactly what they're doing. But what why not use that skill for something else, you know? I feel like that skill would be good for like being a salesman. Well, yeah, like why not? I mean, that's I guess in a way, all salesmen are kind of scamming us all the Damn. time. 
<laughs> yeah, they kind of are, right? But but still, I mean, that's that's still illegal ways of doing things. I mean, I will probably need to refer to the Bible, maybe for some direction on this, right? <laughs> Is it? I mean. It, I don't know. Deceivers seems like a you know a, like a biblical one of those biblical words. Yeah, well, I mean, but fundamental, and I guess that's where I'm trying to get at. Like fundamentally, what is it that why why do people feel that necessity to uh, deceive others besides the personal gain that they're going to get from that? You know, is it is it easy? No, that's the thing. It's not. What's what's easier but also riskier is physically robbing the person. But like think about you know, like in a violent altercation, well, yeah, I guess yeah, is what yeah. I meant. Or or even, you know, breaking into someone's home. But that's easier, it's riskier. So this one feels like it has fewer consequences, I guess. There's less risk, like because they'd have to if they know that they're one step ahead and they could get away safely, that's an easy way to take someone's money. You know, let's well, see. I was thinking like maybe, you know, the the social cost is is great, right? Mm-hmm. To deceive people in the in the in these scams. So I was wondering, like, if if a particular thing was was easy to do, it's just that your the moral cost of doing it is what deters everybody from doing it from from most people from doing it, right? So like, what prevents you from from stealing uh, an apple at the grocery store, you know, just going yeah. up, you know, there's nobody's really paying attention to you. Well, it would have to. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a moral code. Definitely. Right. Like yeah. most people don't like stealing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Like it's frowned upon. Absolutely. <laughs> but even, even if you knew you weren't going to get caught, you know, the social cost to you or the moral cost to you is greater than your want for, let's say, the Apple at the grocery store. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. So for for a scammer out on the street, like just as simple as going up to people with the empty gas can and be like, hey, my car ran out of gas. You know, I'm just trying to get five bucks to go home, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, just to do something like that, anybody can do it. Anybody can go get themselves an empty gas can and start going up to people and trying to get money, right? So why don't we do it? I think it's because it's of of the of the social cost, the moral cost of the like I guess not having that that shame. Yes. Okay. So that is what you have to endure to do yeah. this. Yeah. But I still feel like there's there are probably still, and I don't think it applies totally, but I'm pretty sure there are still scammers that probably don't even feel that shame. I mean, I think right, it's possible. So, so if if you're a, if you're a scammer, doesn't feel that shame, that mor- morality is of no cost to you. Right. Then boom, like you're good. You win. Yeah. So that's what. Okay. But I don't think that's the majority. Or I, I'm completely guessing, but I don't think that's the majority of scammers. Because even in those videos. I don't know if you ever seen like somewhere, you know, because they do reveal right they, at the at the end, like the guy who's scam baiting, he will generally tell them and maybe even hack them back. Like sometimes, yeah, they get pretty clever. They figure out where where the IP came from that the re- remote happened. Yeah, and I've then seen and, those. and then they show the webcam to them on the screen that they think that they're controlling. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's them, and they push the webcam away, like back into their. 
and you know, in their India centers. And I don't know why it happens so much from India, but th- those are the ones. I mean, it's just the truth of the matter. But I mean, it may it be the them. it may be the leniency in like their you know overall police system. And I think I think most of the time, like these uh, uh, these managers of these call centers pay off the police. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So there's definitely an element of corruption there. But yeah. uh, so even when, so once the scammers get exposed, I've seen instances where, where the, the, the scam baiter is trying to understand why he's doing this. Like he's saying like, you know what, you have all these skills. Why don't, why not get a good job? And, and then they start kind of like breaking down and revealing themselves. And usually they're kind of like in a desperate situation. I guess that's probably an, another they themselves are in a desperate trying to make the quick buck to try to then they say you know once i once i get to this point yes i'll i'll, I'll get a hard working job or whatever you know i i think that that still applies to scammers as well i don't think the absolute shamelessness is the is the majority of scammers oh i don't think so either yeah i think for those those that can get over that shame i think that's what makes a good scammer you know, somebody yes. that can really like Oof. practice and like yeah, no, that and craft. I, exactly. Yeah, you, you that that becomes your job. You're yeah, a con artist. Right. That's the next level, right? So scammers are like <laughs> fucking low tier, but the real an artisan, the real ju- <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the con artist right there. Oh man. But yeah, um, I, I would agree with you. You know, I think for people to take on that that moral cost, right? they have to either be desperate or maybe it, the moral cost is not a cost on them. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. But I don't know. It's just crazy. It's like I said, I woke up this morning. And I was like, I hate this. Like, why, why do they do this? But you know, the fact that they're so prevalent now, I think is bothering, but I'm pretty sure that we'll figure out some ways to even filter those out a bit. And strangely enough, I I've actually been getting like some spam email has been getting through oh really like into my inbox so mine last year it was coming through but now th- those have been filtering out those are those funny character amazon and apple or whatever it's like hey your account's been locked click here to update your password don't ever do that but i was getting those a lot last year like during the height of the pandemic but not so much anymore but see the ones that i was getting was not that obvious i didn't click on it because i mean i didn't know like what what it was and lately i've been trying to i've been trying to uh tidy up my email by unsubscribing to a lot of old things oh yeah yeah i did did that that. last year i absolutely did so yeah i don't get as many emails but anyway so um but yeah the these particular emails that that came through it was something like saying you can save 75 percent on your car insurance oh gosh (laughs) and uh it didn't have any of those crazy characters or, you know, anything that was blatantly obvious that this was freaking spam, but it also didn't have any indication that it was from, I don't know, progressive for all state. It didn't, it, it didn't say anything like that. It, it was something very, very bland. And I just, you know, saw the beginning of the text or the, the headline or whatever. I was like, huh, that's weird. I didn't subscribe to this. I'm not opening that. Did you see the from address? Uh, no, I didn't want to click on it. I didn't, you know, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. It's gen- generally best practice not to open up the emails. I mean, you it, technically it so, it's safety, but depends also. I don't want to get too technical, but <laughs> yeah. I, just I like when you get technical. That was cool. But yeah, uh, it was just weird because, you know, my email has been 
pretty good about not getting you know spam spam emails all that shit goes you know to the spam folder and it's all the crap that i've you know signed up for over the years yeah and then i'm sure whoever has sold my information you know <laughs> that's another thing yeah yeah, yeah we got to deal with that but there should uh depending on who your who your emails with there are options to report it and you can report it as either spam or as a phishing email and to be clear phishing email is the one where they want you to click on something because that's going to download a malicious whatever into your pc so but what i use that that's every single one last year that i was getting and like i said i haven't seen one in a long time i'll just i'll hit that report report as phishing it's like yeah collect the information from this email to make your algorithms better yes i will allow you to do this like take it so that's that's always a good option if if your email provider allows that for do you uh by any chance do you have any stories or any um Anything that you've read, anything cool about like a, a particular malicious program or like a method that? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, anything you could share with us? No, no, you're, no. You're the tech guru. Nope, nope. We're gonna have to save that for another time. I'll. <laughs> I have a few in mind, but no, they. I don't. Maybe uh, it's best to. I don't have it. the energy for that tonight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Maybe we'll leave it for for another time. Yeah. No, I, okay. I promise I will deliver next time. But they get they get pretty interesting. Actually, a lot of them are pretty boring. But it's the effects of what it had. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you you want the juicy details from that? Okay. Still, I'll save it for another time. Yeah, like the like the Trojan horse <laughs> in uh in the in like Rome or something. It was Rome. I think. I don't know. I just completely blanked You're on talking the about dumbass the, story. The, the physical, like the historical the, yeah, the, origins of what the Trojan horse was. and they Did that really them, happen? Pack them, yeah. Or is that just a story? I am pretty sure that happened, but it could have been a story. I don't know. But yeah. That's, so that's the one where they pack them in the wooden horse. Yeah. The Trojan horse. Delivering as a gift, I guess. And then yeah. they open the gates, get in, and out come all the soldiers. Yeah. I believe that's a, his, like, true <laughs> okay yeah that's pretty uh scamish it's it, a trojan well that's trojan that's, it's back to deception right and that's like a that's a that's a deceptive like that's a war tactic right because they were at, yeah it's for battle you know the actual story of um hector and achilles's fight is actually a little bit more like fucked up than how it was portrayed by uh brad pitt Oh, um, I don't know. Fall of Troy, that's the movie. Fall of Troy. I don't remember much of that movie. but I, And I also don't remember much of the story. I don't remember the details of the story. Oh, okay. But I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fucked up shit back in, that's what, Greek mythology, right? Yeah. Yeah. Achilles would drag poor Hector's body, like, in front of the the gates of Troy, like, every morning for, like, a week or something like (laughs) that. Oh, shit. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I guess as a middle finger, like, to Troy (laughs) and the the king and stuff. I was like, damn. Yeah, no, that's... That is messed up. But all right. Um, Yeah, no, I just... Whatever. That was was some crazy shit with scammers. So I would advise anybody that has, you know, grandparents or elderly parents that may not be too tech savvy just to um 
I'd say just kind of give them a, a a quick overview of the things that they'll that they may encounter. Because I mean, I've even heard stories of people close to my family. Yeah. Um, you know, like the their uh their family, uh, mom or grandma receiving a call and you know the scammer is telling them like walking them through something like saying that they owe this money and they just like walk them through like a payment yeah no it's it's unfortunate yeah definitely give give the give your loved ones a heads up because that's that's all we that's all yeah that's all we could do at really at this point but okay shall we move on yes it's time for binge or cringe binge or cringe binge or cringe oh shit here we go okay binge or cringe item numero uno better be an easy one this time it is totally you're gonna like this one sushi oh sushi yay let's binge it binge it for sure what do you think about the like the conveyor belt sushi places oh man those are really cool yeah yeah, those are yeah. Fun. I, like, I like those so there's the um there's the one where it's coming by wait how does it work yeah it's coming by and you just yeah and you just grab the plate right you grab the plate and then based on the size of the plate or whatever that's like how many whatever or... some do it differently i think like some maybe have it like on a like a like, like some kind of reader like on the thing, so it automatically ca- calculates your bill. Oh, really? I think yeah. The only I think the only ones I've been to are the the plates, and like you drop them through this. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's counting the plate when yeah. you drop it through the I guess the the disposal bin. Yeah, there's that one that um, I don't know. Did, have, it's the one in Midtown. I think we've talked about. Yeah, Kura. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kura. You drop the plates and then you get a little prize. Like after five plates or twenty, I think it's, it's like 20. something. There's like so many plates that you have to do, and you get this little bullshit thing. But they're still fun. I mean, yeah. it's 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 really cool. There's this other one that I've been to that had um, actual boats, like and and so <laughs> it was one big round table, and where you were sitting, like in within arm's reach of, in front of you, there was a stream with boats that were floating on this current around what? the whole big ass like bar table. And where is this? This was in this was in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. okay. It was, pretty, nice. it, was, it was pretty badass. Yeah. And and so the the boats are carrying the plates of sushi. And I think they did the similar thing. They count the the plates or or it could have been the size of the plates determined the dollar value and they count those and add them all up. But I thought that was pretty cool. That sounds tight. Yeah. So um sushi rolls, nigiri, sashimi, all of the above. Oh, all of the above, but I'm I'm old school and like the sushi rolls. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sushi is a binge. Binge it. Binge for sure. All right. Moving on. Numero dos. Hmm. Uh oh. Tornado chasing. Ooh, tornado chasing? So binge it <laughs> or cringe. No, nah, I'm a binge it. I think this is pre- I think it's a pretty easy one. I'm a binge it. I I don't know why I thought too much of it. I just I cringe at people who are stupid doing it. But if you're, <laughs> you know, and I don't know how, but the ones who are doing it for science and shit, like you know, and try to figure out some stuff. I think that's kind of cool. But yeah, if you're just trying to be stupid and get a selfie, like ah no. But still, tornado chasing I think is is pretty good. Ever it. since I was a as a 
ever since I was a kid, I liked tornadoes. And this is going to sound weird, but I used to get excited when there was a tornado warning, like on the yeah. on the news. Yeah. And because um, I always I always wanted to see one. Me and too. Yeah. <laughs> that stupid movie Twister was one of my favorite movies <laughs> as a kid. You know, and that's what they did. They chased tornadoes, and they were trying to they were trying to measure it or somehow yes. with like some device. Mm-hmm. They 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 had the I remember this um, and confession time. That's the first DVD I owned. It was <laughs> Twister. <laughs> Yeah. damn good movie it is yeah i mean get... when you look at it now it's a little silly but man i it haven't seen perfect. it in so long but day. yeah that was that, that was a good one but that that so i have i, I had that same desire to want, always want to see a tornado and so a quick story apparently i i don't think i've to this day still haven't seen it like i think i've seen stuff in the distance circling but i haven't seen like a fucking tornado you know like formed neither and, have i yeah, so man, that's something we got to do. But anyways, quick story. Apparently, one time on on a summer road trip that I went with my family when I was really young, we my my parents would like to drive at night, so we you know we we might drive overnight and arrive in the morning wherever we're going. And I don't know where it was that we were going. I don't know if it was Florida or what, maybe Sao Padre. But I remember we or uh, my mom mentioned to me that we got into this really crazy like thunderstorm and that i was dead asleep in the back i used to sleep real hard guys and you know, naturally because mark the bear here but oh she said I bet you still sleep hard <laughs> no i don't not anymore but sorry she said that we were in this thunderstorm i never woke up and that a tornado formed off in the distance and that she tried to wake me up to try to see it and i never budged I, and I was so upset Damn. that she told, I said, why would you tell me that? She's like, well, because I couldn't believe that you were asleep. Or I don't know what she said, but I remember thinking like, I wanted to see the tornado. I wanted to see the tornado. And knowing that I missed that opportunity still, it still haunts me to this day. No, I've always wanted to see a tornado as well. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen one. So hopefully before I die, I'll get, I'll get that, uh, that luxury. Um, but yeah, I'd get excited back in the day when it was storming, especially bad looking out the window, even yeah, though that's probably the worst place to be like in an actual tornado. Yeah. I had, I sometimes remember, I, I remember sometimes having dreams about a tornado. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had, a, I'm pretty sure I have, but, but I, th- I think I remember being scared by those. Ah, uh. but, uh, but anyway, tornado chasing is a binge It is a binge on our list. That now. sounds cool. <laughs> Um, okay. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Controversial. Constitutional carry. Oh, oh, gosh. Constitutional carry. Um, all right. So just for everyone listening, you know, not too long ago, they just passed a law here in Texas allowing everybody to openly carry or even concealed carry. Um, right. With, with permitless. <laughs> Permitless carry. That's yeah. that's what it is. Uh, but it could be open too, right? Or is it? Shit. Anyways, if you own a gun and if you don't have a felony, you can take that shit anywhere. And if you're over 21, you could take it anywhere. With the exception of like schools, airports, uh, a few other places that you should educate yourself on if you plan on doing it. Well, so- I, think, I think it allows private companies to, you know, restrict it if, 
if they're oh, not right. about yeah. it, right? No, absolutely. Like private companies now, now they have to go out and put the sign up and says, "Hey, no, no weapons or whatever, or no fire." I don't know, but yes. Um, so this this allows it for anybody. No training, no nothing. If you buy a gun, you can take it anywhere you want. Um, no permit or training required to carry handgun under new Texas law. Right. So with that in mind, now with that background info, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to cringe it. I have to cringe it. Anybody can just carry a gun anywhere with no training, no education. You don't, you know, because so before we had the concealed carry license that you had to carry, right? Or you had to obtain. And that involved like six hours of training, I think, which is okay. I would think that you need more training with the gun, but that's whatever. That's my opinion. But to allow anybody, I'm just thinking, I know some people that I don't know if I want to be around them if they have a gun because they can lose it real fast, you know, and be, and they tend to be stupid people. So I'm going to cringe. I'm cringing at this. Okay. Um, damn. You make good points. <laughs> yeah, you, you make very good points because I agree with the idea that even for your CHL, your your uh, concealed, license, concealed, concealed handgun, handgun license, license. Yeah. Um, requiring you know just six hours of, of training, whatever that may entail, whether it's like going over the gun and then actually some time to actually shoot it. Um, yeah. Because it's like when you first shoot a gun, it's it's like a it's a big deal. It, it's very different, and then. As you shoot more and more, it's not it's not like a James Bond movie. You do not hit the target, you know, from <laughs> yes. you know, 100 yards away with right. the handgun. No, that thing is wildly inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And you have to really practice at it to be to be precise. And um and yeah, there's plenty of irresponsible people. But you know, uh, but I, Oh Let's god, this is Let's hard. Hear this, it. this is hard. <laughs> I want to I want to binge it just because you know I'm a I'm a firm believer in um, Second Amendment you know the right to own a firearm. But, but we got to be responsible. I agree. I I liked I think I liked the old way better. Just having you know it being concealed and then having a permit. To do it right, yeah. I mean, why not? weren't we? I felt like that was a good compromise. We were just talking earlier at the beginning, weren't we, about fucking drivers on the road? Yeah. Redesign the drive, like so. We already have to. We can't just buy a car and operate it. I guess whatever. There's some laws and whatever, but you have to do. You have to go through something. And I just think for a handgun, it's or is it only handguns? I don't know. For for a gun in general, I don't think you can conceal like a rifle right yeah but you could openly carry it right isn't that part of it well there's like shotgun racks for trucks aren't there but can you also strap it on your back oh oh yeah i think you've always been right. able to do that right okay well there well okay that's for rifles right i don't know so maybe this is just for handguns but still fuck man get some education on that shit like <laughs> That's it. I, I I think that was an okay thing. Like, why not? But you know, whatever. Well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. Is will there be any increases of of, of yeah. homicides in Texas? Any causality like coming yeah. from from this? Um, well, that'd be good. Yeah, 
further down the road, six months to a year from now, let's see what the effect is. And then maybe I'll reconsider. Well, I think I will definitely reconsider if it, if it proves to be constant. You, you know? know, I'm going to be on the lookout now. I'm going to be <laughs> looking for like, like people's handguns if they choose to wear them openly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm you not don't think look you, for it, but it's whatever. you don't think it would deter any criminality. Um, I don't know because how would it deter criminal? Because people see that, or people know that anyone else in the room can. I I don't know. I just feel well, like well, just for the fact that you know criminals now know that whatever it is that they do. The, there is a there is a possibility that the person uh, there's there is now a greater possibility that the person may be carrying a firearm well not just okay that i i don't know how effective that's going to be what i think is on the flip side of it i would think that because part of the law i think had to do with um police cannot question you for just carrying it you are allowed to carry it and it's not like they could suspect that you're a prior felon or something and question you and try to do you know, a check on you just because they see you. Like, they're not allowed to do that, right? Jeez, I kind of hoped that they would be allowed to do that. No, I don't think, I don't think they're allowed to discriminate and, you know, look and say, they, they got to treat you normal. The law is you are allowed to carry open, you know, you, you're allowed to carry guns no matter, you know, as long as you're 21 and without a felony. They cannot pull you, like, just see. So what if you, you have, have a felony? felony? then you're breaking the law but they can like how can they not even like look into that though if you're just walking down the street with the gun like flashing all your shit they can't just say hey like let me see your license or like they can't just just yeah okay you know what i'm saying like yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know what well, like i said we'll see how it plays out in the next you know year or two or whatever Maybe maybe in a few months it becomes like really the wild west, but whatever. Holidays coming up, people gotta chill. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I I hope so. Uh, I'm gonna do a, a very uh, I'm gonna be optimistic and I'm gonna binge it. I want to see what will come from this. Yeah. Um, will there be any increases in I don't know homicide? Or self-defense shootings, right? Yeah. Um, gun or, deaths. Or reckless shootings. Yeah, I don't know. Just looking at shit like that, I think, is, is going to be important. And for all those reckless shooters, like shooting incidents, whoever was... You get your ass alien abducted, bitch. Like, you're gone. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> don't be a stupid ass. So... And aliens, don't bring them back. Okay. That's... Yeah, that's important. Okay. Moving on? Yep. All right. Last one... <laughs> Astral projection. Oh no! Why do you do? This? Why do you do this? What? What? Why not? What's oh with it? my god! All right, astral projection. So like out of body experience, right? Like that's yeah, like uh, floating. You're gonna, <laughs> so your your soul leaves. You leave your body and project into another realm or are, are are you still here like can you travel on earth or i think it's like another realm is it okay um man i don't know because i i i remember being a 
I remember being younger and feeling like I had an out-of-body experience. Like, while I was in bed, I felt like my body was floating towards the fire alarm. I remember just thinking, like, whoa, where am I going? Like, but, and then all of a sudden, I shook. Like, I, I felt myself jolt in my body, and I couldn't move for, like, 10 seconds. That was a really weird experience. And I would have, I'm really curious. I would have won. It would have been nice to, like, go out of the house and, like, explore the world. So... <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I know that's kind of random, but that was that was a that was a crazy thing that I they had done. Um, but if it's going into another realm, hmm. Can you recall in that? I guess in that maybe let's just call it a dream. Yeah. Um. Do you remember if you could like, you know, feel? It definitely felt like the whole thing. Like I could feel. Like, did you not feel the bed underneath you? Like you just felt like. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's a, it was like a sensation or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know what, like, again, I think it was it was like a dream. I don't think I really left. Yeah. Oh, man, now we're going we're gonna to have to explore that. So, what? Binge or cringe? Astral projection. <laughs> uh, I want to binge it. I want to binge it. No, I'm going to cringe it. I don't like it. It's too scary. No, I'll... I'll binge it because it's it is such a weird concept and would answer so many like I don't know metaphysical questions and just <laughs> you know um one night I did a I did a Google search on astral projection projection and um you know I read up on it just just briefly and uh there was a guide on how to do it. Yeah, there is. I, I'll admit, I look, I looked this shit up too. All right, so fuck off. <laughs> so that night, you know, I sat in bed, or I, I was laying down in bed, and I just tried doing what I what I read. And I was like in my twenties. What the fuck am I yeah. doing? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I I did what I read, and I just feel like. There was one small, small, quick moment where I maybe was probably getting there in in my head, uh-huh. like I w- maybe maybe I was I was getting that sensation I was looking for, and like my body kind of started to to feel like it was going going numb and almost like a a little cool to the touch. Okay, and. Um, I quickly slept, like I said, it was, it was a very quick moment. I snapped out of it like almost immediately because I think I started focusing on it uh-huh. instead of whatever, or and maybe I wasn't supposed to be focused at it at all. Right. I was right, supposed right. to like free my mind. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, isn't this essentially the same as like meditation? Yeah. That's what right? meditation is, is to clear, to, to allow your, um, you know, your, don't even try to control your thoughts. Let your thoughts go through until, until they run out and you're not focused on them or like, that's the whole point. You're clearing and just living in the present moment without, because all of your thoughts are, you know, about something in another place or even in in another time, you're thinking about the future. You're thinking about what you just did. And thus the idea of meditation is to be here in that moment. And that's when you could, so it sounds like that's, I mean, that's probably what I was. That's all it is, oh, right? Yeah. Because when you meditate and you do that, you feel different because now your brain's not, con- you know, you're not aware of, of your surroundings anymore, and you're in that weird moment. And so it it does things to you, right? It does like physical shit to you, so you feel like these sensations. And um, 
I don't know. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like say it's not a thing. Like it is that it's it's a thing in a weird way. Yeah. I, I just I don't know what it's it is. a conspiracy. <laughs> it it's the same thing described in a in a different fashion. I think as the as like that nirvana state that you right know, yeah that, yeah it's, it's i'll like admit that. That, that i looked it up after watching the movie insidious oh really yeah <laughs> have you seen that movie i feel like i have but man i'm really bad with movies yeah, that's true mark is yeah. uh, mark the bear is not good with movies um I but fall asleep a lot <laughs> if anybody is a horror fan and has not seen the movie i would definitely recommend it but in that movie the uh, i guess the central theme of that movie was around astral projection oh However, in this universe, you know, in this in this movie, um, while it was while it was like a, a an okay like a, an innocent kind of thing to astral project, mm-hmm. you you could it could be the case that you could wander too far. Oh, and not come back, and, and or just being lost and not being able to come back. Right. And so, what happened in this movie? There was a, a young boy that. I guess he was kind of naturally gifted in doing it. And uh-huh. so he was led away from, I guess, his astral bedroom or in the house or something, right? Uh-huh. And he was led away by like a, a an evil entity. And so that evil entity took him to his lair in this astral world oh. and uh, kept him prisoner. And... Um, so the boy in the real in in IRL, um, he he was left in a uh, in a coma, in a dormant state. Damn, I don't. I I feel like I've seen this movie, but I don't remember any of that, and that sounds crazy. But yeah, and then no, it, it's a it's a tight movie. I'm not gonna give any more spoilers. But, <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. but yeah, that after seeing that movie, I was like, what's astral projection? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man. Well, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I'll binge it in for whatever it is. <laughs> I'll binge it too. <laughs> oh, fuck boy. yeah. But okay, that's that's all we got. That's the show. All right, cool. Well, um, uh, please, please, please um, follow us on Instagram at the Ignorance Manifesto at the Ignorance Manifesto. Please give us a follow on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, you can find us via the Ignorance Manifesto clips. And be sure to look in the episode description. We've got our email there. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. Any questions, comments, trash talk, whatever the hell, just send it to mailbag at the ignorancemanifesto.com. And we've also got our website, www.theignorancemanifesto.com, where we post all of our episodes and any announcements. If we have anything coming up, you'll be, you could check there and we'll definitely have it posted there. Yes, sir. All right. Well, with that, man, what a... What a wild episode today, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but that was fun. I enjoyed it. I like that tech talk. Yeah. We need to hear more of it. All right. Yeah. And I'll, I promise to bring in a new story uh, of some previous things as they seem relevant. Yes, I, sir. I, I'm sure it will happen. All right. Well, this is Mark the Bear. This is Ryan the Raccoon. And we're signing out. Signing out. <laughs> All right. Now it looks. Now, now it Looks. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> wait, wait.